Hi, everybody. It's time for Watonga City Manager Minute Monday podcast with your host, Carrie Beth Little. Monday morning. It's Teresa France, and I am here with uh, your host for the City Manager Minute, our city manager here in Watonga, Miss Carrie Beth Little. And Carrie Beth, we have a couple of guests with us today. We do. Good morning. Good morning. On this Monday. Hey, we've got sunshine. I know. We should be happy, right? Very nice. Okay. <laughs> so um, we do have a couple of guests here. This is a podcast that we put together in the last couple of weeks. Um, just some conversations about the Ferguson Museum. There's and been a lot of conversations about the Ferguson Museum. There has been. Um, so we will just kind of move forward, but I have asked uh, Connie Burcham, she is the president of the Friends of the Ferguson, and Bill Cedar, he is the mayor of the city of Watonga, to join us today um, just to talk to both of us and our listeners just to kind of see where are we at with this. Well, welcome, um, welcome, you guys. Yes. Thank welcome. you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Good to be You're here. You're welcome. Uh, one of the things I know that is kind of a thing is, and Bill, I'd like to start out with you, is we know the history of the Friends and we know the history of the Fergusons, and they are an integral part of our history for the Watonga and our city and how it became a city. And I'd just like to start out with you. Can you just explain to us and the listeners kind of what are what is the history with the city and the Ferguson that you've come up with? So I've, I've done a little research, and, and I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be to come on here and talk to the citizens about you know where we're at, where the city's at with this and things. But I've uh, I've talked to council members who were on the council whenever the city took this over, and I've also talked to the people who were on some of the people that were on the Friends of Ferguson board at that time, and they both pretty much tell me the same thing: is is that at some point uh, the historical society of the state said we are no longer going to fund this, we're not going to do anything with it, either a governmental agency they would give it to a governmental agency or they were going to close it. So, Do you uh, know about when that was? I, I, I okay. don't. I, I would assume that that's somewhere about a decade ago yeah. is, is whenever that was, but okay. uh, don't hold me to a specific time frame. But, okay. Uh, so what I was told was is that the Friends of the Ferguson Group, uh, that board went to the city and said, would you please take this and own it so we could still run it? And I was told by the, the council members that I talked to is they said that we don't want it. We can't fund it. We can't afford it. It's not what we're about. It's not what we're trying to do. You know, at that time, I think the city's financially wasn't in as good a shape as it mm-hmm. was now. But the, but they said that they told the friends of the Ferguson people that, yes, we will do it to help you out, but understand that we, we can't afford this. Mm-hmm. You know, so as time went on from there, you know, things happen and councils change over and, and things. And then the, the council started paying the utilities. And then the, at one time, the council was paying part of the wages for the uh, curator to be there and things. And, and, I, uh, and I think that was when there was good oil boom and tax mm-hmm. dollars. Back that 2018. Yeah. yeah. So that I think that's when that kind of started. Kind of started, the, yeah. The money was a little more plentiful right. than what it is today. Yeah, okay. and, and that's, uh, you know, so I, I think probably during that time, the city was spending at least $20,000 a year. Now, we're not doing that now because we no longer pay for the curator uh, mm-hmm. and, and things, but we still pay for the utilities. And, uh, you know, the, the thing is, is with the city now, we're headed back to where we were before. We've got a good carryover right now. 
but as everybody knows, we passed one cent sales tax. We have not opened those bids for that new sewer plant and that new water plant, and we borrowed $13 million. Uh, we've kind of been talking and know some other cities that have opened bids lately, and uh, I think, Carrie Beth, you told me one city opened bids, and, and their bids came in $3 million more than what, mm -hmm. what it was that they had budgeted for it. So oh, we don't wow. know where we're at, you know, where, where we're at. Plus, you know, the other things around town, you know, we just we haven't really done much with streets in a long time. You know, we just, uh, you know, where we're at. And uh, uh, so that's kind of the history of where we're at how we got to the point of where we're at today. Mm -hmm. So the city does own it. Uh, the city is paying the utilities. The city's mowing the grass. You know, they lost one of their big trees during a big windstorm, mm -hmm. I think it was, and the city went in and, and uh, take that because we own own the deal, but own the property. But, uh, you know, we, we really shouldn't be owning it. Uh, I could give you other examples of things around town you know, before I got on the council that the council took over, you know, the old lumber yard there on Noble Street, mm -hmm. you know, they took that over. And, you know, with the asbestos and everything, I think the city spent probably thirty to $50,000 yeah. cleaning up that site. Yeah. And now we have a site, you know, that's for sale. I'm mm -hmm. sure we'd sell it. That might be worth $5,000. Right. You know, so <laughs> we, we are starting to, you know, what I'm saying as a as a mayor is is we need to start focusing our resources on what the city is required, what we're here to do for our citizens, and that's the sewer, the water, the trash, uh, the streets, the alleys, the parks, those yeah. type things is where our resources really need to go. And would you say that's because we're trying to keep the costs down? I yes, mean, because costs things are costing a lot of money these days, and so utilities in Watonga are high. Yes, yeah. but they're high everywhere. They you are. Know, it yeah. doesn't matter where you go, but that tends to to go into people's personal budgets and what they can't afford. So, in order to try to provide the service, but to keep the cost at an affordable cost, still maintaining the city, those are the things that we have to look at. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Fair assessment. The other yeah. thing that I would I would add, uh, and I think most people in town know my background is coming from education, and I was a super superintendent for twenty one years, so. When you look at the financial things and, and where you're at, when, when, when finances are good, and it happens in schools also, when finances are good, you start doing things and spending money on things that you really could not justify when your finances are, are low. Mm -hmm. So I went through, in my 21 years, I think I went through four downturns where we had to start laying people off because, uh, and before I got to Watonga, the school went through that same deal where they were financially had to lay off nine people and things. So to me, that's, again, where we're at with the city. Financially, we are good right now. Mm -hmm. But financially, when you look to the future, our last uh, council meeting, we were told by our financial people that we're down $350,000 right now this year compared to where we were at last year at this time. Mm -hmm. So our revenues are going in the, in the wrong direction. So to spend money on things that we're not here to provide for our citizens, I, I think would be a mistake in the future because if we start spending money where we shouldn't be spending it, and then two or three years down the road, our finances have not re rebounded, then we're going to be laying people off, mm. we're going to be cutting services, mm. or we're going to be asking for more revenue from the city. And I think our citizens are already taxed enough. Gotcha. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. 
And, and I think that's a good good thing to see is that we just not have to look at it from today's perspective, but from from looking down the road perspective and, <clears throat> and how are we going to make this work down the road. Correct. Yeah. Because I support the Friends of the Friends. I, I think the... The uh, Ferguson Museum is great. I've been too. there. Yeah. I've I've taken my grandkids there and 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 things. And I think it's great. But I I don't believe that it's the city's ability or should they be the ones that own uh, that fund it just because we own it because we knew when we took it on it was not it. what we were mm. there to do. And we couldn't afford it then. And so, but we were helping out. Yeah. We, <laughs> we were helping, helping out, out, trying to help out. So moving forward to the helping out, uh, Connie, you're the current president of the Friends. Um, so just tell us about the Friends organization, kind of what your mission is, and, and kind of where, where you guys are at with this. Well, we have five board members, um, and we have just recently, I think in the last two weeks, passed 1,000 followers on Facebook, which is a, a great milestone, um, and we are looking at a daunting task, and we know that. And I want to point out that this is not something that just fell out of the sky. We knew when we revitalized about 18 months ago, at that point, that it's that the city was trying to draw back a little bit and didn't really want to be in the museum business. I understand that. I'm, I would rather have good streets, good city services, if, if that's where the money stops. And everybody understands a budget. There's only so much funding to go around. What we're looking at is how do we move forward? Mm. And what we need the supporters of the Ferguson to do is twofold. One, if it is that important to you that the city continue to fund this museum, recognizing that that funding could be at the cost of other services or in addition to your tax bill, you need to talk to your city council person. Number two, if you don't think that the city should support it and add to your taxes or reduce your services to make that money available, then you need to volunteer, you need to visit, you need to become a member, you need to write a check. So how much is membership? Connie? Membership for an individual is $25. Membership for a family is $35. Is that a year? And a year. And membership for a business is $50. And we have had some wonderful donations. People who remember uh, playing at the Ferguson when they were children, when Mrs. Ferguson still lived there. Mm-hmm. And we have had some, some good donations from corporate entities. Right now we have on the table um, a donation of $15,000 from Wheeler Brothers, and they will match another $10,000. We have a secondary $10,000 grant, or um, sorry, donation waiting uh, in hopes were that we could begin to paint. However, that 
at this point, painting would be putting lipstick on a pig because there are some other issues that need to be resolved. Our yeah. first step needs to be uh, taking care of making sure that the roof sheds water and gets it far enough away from the building. So from at that, we're looking at about $70,000. All told, to put it back to its former glory is about $300,000. So you mentioned something about a grant before. You said something quickly about a grant. You need, you're getting donations, but how could you get a grant? What would be the process of that? Um, there is a National Park Service grant that is almost tailor-made mm -hmm. to what we want and need to do to preserve the Ferguson, restore it to its former glory. Okay. That's a very uh, in-depth grant process. We are looking for a grant writer and have about come to the conclusion that we're going to need a professional grant writer. The minimum grant that the Park Service offers is $250,000. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that $300,000, we're right there in the ballpark. Mm -hmm. And it goes up to, I think, $1.5 Okay. Or, um, and, and don't you have to own the building on some of those structures to I, get some of that? Because grant requirements can change. Okay. Each granting agency can change the requirements of each grant. And, and not only do you have to apply for it, but you also have to manage it. So getting the money is one thing. Spending uh, it and make sure you're spending it to the requirements. Is so bad. you're saying managing the grant money once it comes, how, yeah. how it's reported yeah. and so forth. I gotcha. Yeah. And I'm not sure on the Park Service grant if we have to own it. I believe if it's government owned, then they're also available. Uh, they can also, they're also they, eligible for that grant. But that would mean the city would have to apply for it, right? Yes. Okay. And I don't know that the yeah. city has a designated grant writer. Like yeah. I said, this is an in-depth, yeah. huge yeah. And, and I will say one thing. You, you mentioned the, the person <clears throat> that gave us. The city did hire the professional services of uh, Old Home Rescue to come in and give us that report that we have also shared with oh, okay. the Ferguson. And that did that was a cost to the city, but we all needed to know an outsider's take, mm. a professional's take. He's a um, preservationist that does old buildings. And so he was able to give us, a. I think it was almost a 40-page report. Uh, it was pretty in-depth that we provided to the council as well as the friends so that we could kind of get our bearings about what would this cost, what does this look like. So we did that last year, um, and I'm thankful we did it because now we have a basis to go off of. Right, and we know what needs to be done first and in yes. what order. Right, because he did provide us that as well. So so I, I think a couple of other things that, that I'd like to mention is is that uh, from what I was told was is that the, the building's in the shape it's in because that's whenever this – that's the way it was whenever the city got it. So the state let it get to that dilapidated. Yes. Then, then I want to say that the friends of that group of the friends of the Ferguson that was in charge of it at that time, uh -huh. they did a tremendous job. Best job they could do is trying to raise money, trying Restore to get people it. to come and, and work on it and things. And they actually at one time had a guy out of Oklahoma City and a helper that would come out. But from what I was told was is you know, they wanted some volunteers, and 
So he, nobody from quit. the community was volunteering. Yeah, they, Very they few. quit coming out because they just couldn't get the volunteers. But we had somebody needed. from Oklahoma City coming out here. Yeah, and he was a guy that was that restored these types yeah. of structures. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so I think the board, the, the Friends of the Ferguson Board, I know you said you went through a reorganization about 18 months ago because that's what the city was presented is they are disbanding and they're going away. And then uh, I had you guys come in and say, hey, can you give us a little bit of time to reorganize? kind of get our bearings about us, right. and we were like, not a problem, let us know when you're ready to move forward. And that's kind of way, when we talked about the last agreement, is we're ready to move forward, you've reorganized, and this is the last year. And I think it is like... Yeah, come June 30th. Yeah, come June 30th, we're kind of there, and so that's been, you know, uh, over a year ago, um, and that we started talking about this, and two years since we've had the conversation, so again, you're right, Connie. It's not an overnight. This thing just didn't pop up overnight and say, "Oh my gosh, this is what's happening." Yeah. The friends and the city have been talking about it, and we've put it on several council agendas. We've talked about it openly. Um, we've made so. Yes. What would it take um, for the friends of Ferguson to between the city and the friends? What would it take for there to be some type of agreement with, like, a sale to the friends? And what? How would that look? What would that how would that go about uh, in a transition? Bill, I think there's some statutes about well, that. We've, we've you, talked about that, yeah. Yeah, being a government and agency, you can't just sell stuff for a dollar or things. You're supposed to get fair market value. Okay. Now, how you come up with fair market value is <laughs> a little a bit little different. Yeah. You know, that's that's not necessarily set in stone on how you how you come up with that. Okay. On what you do sell it for is, uh, you know, so... You know, I, I think we've looked on uh, looked at the, you know, it's it's on the rolls that the assessor's office, or the, it is yeah, yes, uh -huh. at like eighty seven hundred dollars or something like 88 that eighty eight or something yeah, somewhere yeah something around. like that that's the nine thousand you know so just for the that, structure mm -hmm. yes the structure well, that's the that land we own. and the holding the land yeah. and everything okay yeah, everything that the city owns so yeah. you know we don't pay property taxes that's not what I'm saying mm -hmm. but you know the the assessor still has to assess it. And that's the value they put on it. I'm not saying that that's what we would have to have. I'm right. just saying that's a place to start. Okay, that's where that's at. Now let's look and, and see, you know, what is a fair price for it and things like that. So but the contents of the museum, where does that where does that fall? My understanding, that is not owned the, by the city. The city does not own anything other than the structure and the lot. Yeah. And oh. The friends own the collection. The friend zone, all of the collection. Yeah. So everything that's within. Uh, I think there are maybe two or three pieces that the State Historical Society uh, said they asked. And I want to say there were six items mm -hmm. on the list. I think there may be four still there. And they've been told, come get them, but we haven't seen them yet. Right, so there's not many, but the friends actually own the collection because those were donated directly to that nonprofit I see. organization. Okay. So if the friends, you know, the building were closed, the only thing that would be standing that the city has is just the building itself. Just the building itself. Yeah, none of the artifacts or the pieces that are there. And that and that past group that came to the council and said, "We've worked, we've worked. They they put in new gas lines. They put in, you know, they fixed some." structures on it and they raised the money to do that you know whenever they came to the council and said hey we just can't do this anymore we're not getting any help we're not getting any donations 
you know, that's, you know, it about was done then. On the and now we have a, a, yeah. a good group that's come together that wants to do that. But, you know, again, it's, I, I think, I think it's important to say again, the city financially, this is not the responsibility. And if it's finances keep going the way it's going, mm. then for the city to fund it will cost opportunities within our other departments, mm. whether it's the fire, the police, the parks, you know, all of those water, you know, so we don't want to get into the point where we're taking money away from those departments right. to fund, uh, the museum. So as a, somebody that's not part of the city and somebody that's not a, um, a member, what is going to be the solution for this opportunity with the museum? Well, moving ahead, moving forward, uh, the first thing that we did, we did find a, a funding source for a site director. We have Roy Espy, who is, uh, he's turned out to be a really great site yeah. director. Yeah. Uh, we're working through Swoda okay. to to uh, pay his salary, or right now they're paying half. <clears throat> Excuse me, half. Okay. We understand that when their fiscal year changes, that we are again eligible for full funding of his salary. But as you can imagine, our our resources are limited, and we're going to have to get out there and beat the bushes and get some money. The Lions Club. Uh, cake auction. We are the designated charity for that this year, and it's just going to be time for people who say the Ferguson is important to them to uh, put your literally put your money where your mouth is. So those a thousand supporters that are on your Facebook needs to cough up twenty five bucks, right? Or or, or <laughs> each each yes. Or, or we'll take. We'll take three dollars each, uh -huh. uh, and the thousand dollars. I believe now you can use the QR code and you can donate that way. We have a few. Um, Where is that QR code found? It is on the Facebook page. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there are a few items in the museum. Mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, keychains, magnets. We are that working on that you can purchase. We're working on getting some. We understand there's a thing where people like to have bumper stickers from all the uh, museums. Oh, yeah. To. We really want to work on uh, promoting the jail more because that's a fascinating building. If you've never been there, never been into it, you, there there's literally graffiti from 1893 on the walls. Interesting. Um, Maybe you could do a traveling uh, museum and uh, make some money doing that as well. That's a, a way you can build some funds. And we try to have at least one program every month. We we op The facility is open uh, Friday and Saturday mm -hmm. and some other days, sometimes Thursday. If you want a tour, there's a number on the door you can call. We'll get somebody over. We will accommodate people. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes right down to is you guys need the funds so that you can take over the building and so that you can get these grants to keep it running, work uh, with SWOTA to help finance the funding of the curator. And, and understandably, I mean, it's important. It's a value to tourism. How do we build that? 
how do we build that? So that's kind of what it all comes down to is, you know, separating basically from the city and, to and your I own entity. I think there are other nonprofit organizations because it is a nonprofit, right, Connie? You're it a five hundred one c three. Five hundred one c three registered. Okay. So, and there are other organizations and especially in other communities that have taken over these things that you have more options as a nonprofit than sometimes governmental oh, okay. agencies do. And people can still donate and, and volunteer and have direct access to those nonprofits. And, you know, we thank the friends for all that they've done. And throughout the years, you know, there's been many curators of the museum, ladies of, of, of Watonga that have taken that over and, and they've worked very hard to try to keep the museum open. Mm -hmm. And now we have another reorganized group that are trying to do the same thing. So we support that. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. Bill, okay. Connie, do you guys have anything you'd like to add? I, you know, to me, it's great that we have the Ferguson Museum. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's a, a wonderful asset for our city. Mm -hmm. If it's something that we can, that uh, the community will support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with with their time and money right. <laughs> you know it's not just you can't just support it by just saying I support it right right yeah. you've got to really put your finances and your yeah hands to work Connie you have anything you'd like to add well we just need to make sure that we we market we market it well just like we're marketing with Tonga mm -hmm. and bring people in mm -hmm. and we need the physical and financial support of the community to keep it open because our finances are limited just like everybody else's. Yeah, mm, absolutely. Well, you know, Brand Logics, they will also, uh, for any nonprofit, they will market their event for free. So I'm, you know, willing to help you with Brand Logics in any way I possibly can to help promote, um, you know, membership and that sort of thing or any kind of event you guys have going on. So that's my promise to you guys. Well, and, and that is a, a very valuable and appreciated Most uh, assistance there. Most definitely. So I think with that, you know, I appreciate the podcast and the listeners we have out there. It allows us to get some of these things talked about um, and, and ideas out there. And if you have any ideas, you can reach Connie and you're at the Ferguson or they can reach Rory, right? Uh, Through the, Rory. Rory, at, okay. at the... At the uh, Ferguson office okay. there, and I is at six two three five zero six nine. Yeah, and that's five eight zero six two three five zero six nine five zero six nine. For those of our listeners that aren't in the the five eight zero area code, you still have to dial that. It's a mm -hmm. thing, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and and Mayor, we appreciate your time, and I, I know the council has some decisions that they have been working on making and continue to make, and we appreciate that as well. Um, and getting those things talked about. I mean, these are hard conversations. They are tough to have. We we love the history. We don't want to preserve it, but it does cost time and it does cost money to do that. And in the level of some priorities, right? Yeah, it, you know, and to me, the, the city is, to me, we're trying to be consistent because we're having the same conversation with the, with the uh, Mercy and their clinic yeah. also. It's another facility that, you know, we just shouldn't be in, in the landlord business yeah. either. Yeah. Where we're renting our facilities out, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's appropriate for the city to be in competition with our citizens. Yeah. So, 
right. Yeah. Sounds good. So I appreciate we. This is a good podcast. Yeah. It's been a long one, but hey, we've got a lot of. Things we got to a lot of a lot of yeah. information out there for. I know there's going to be a lot of listeners on on this particular podcast. And Connie, you know, you have our support and whatever we can do. Absolutely. And I think just communicating about it and getting the word out. Now you've written several pieces in the newspaper, and thank you for all your dedication to the community. And and we have never felt like it was an adversarial relationship between the city and the friends. No, we don't think you're nor should it be to uh, shut us down or run us out of town or anything like that. But we have to understand the realities. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Well, guys, it was great. Yeah. This was a really good conversation, Carrie Beth. I enjoy our Mondays as always, and thank you for your transparency for both. Everybody that had the transparency uh, really uh, give us the information that we needed about the Ferguson Museum and, and homes. So. And then the direction we're at. Yeah, where we're okay. going. All right, we'll All see right, you next thank week. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for this week's episode of the Watonga City Manager Minute Monday podcast. Have a great week and tune in next week. Bye.